0: I will travel to the seven seas. I will even go wherever the winds blow me. I'll do, do. I'll do anything to find my destiny. It's like fighting with gravity.
1: The Butterfly Evolution Show, Rodney, and I would like to thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. I am expecting Rodney, so I'm assuming just something has come up, and he's running a little bit behind. I did speak with him a little bit earlier, and he does plan on joining us tonight, so what I'll do in giving him time to to get connected I want to go over our housekeeping things want to remind you guys, and I don't think we've talked about this in quite a bit so. Uh, this would be an opportune time just remind you of our trash can concept because our trash can baby, remember to move your trash can. And this is just in honor of consistently and constantly reminding ourselves of the importance of change and allows us to see that it's so easy to get caught up just in the motion, get, to get caught up in what we are familiar with, what we know to be because um, sometimes it's easier just to go with what you know, who you know, um, regardless of how it is or what it is. So I think naturally we kind of oppose change because naturally I think when we realize that there's change, that change is necessary, we see that as something is wrong with us. And I agree. I think there's something with, with wrong with all of us. It's just a matter of, Um, Owning that And agreeing Owning it without accepting it And I know that may sound a little bit contradicting But um, I'll leave it as that That's kind of how I feel about it So just remember Move those trash cans and, And what's more important in moving them Is if you're like Everybody that I know That has did this They find themselves returning back to its old location So returning to The place that they moved it from although they know that they've moved it. And I know I had a situation where I had someone tell me that they actually passed um, the trash can to go to – they passed where they moved it to to go to where it was. So that's just a reminder that we get caught up. We get accustomed to where things are, as I said, and we just go with the flow. We just kind of overlook what is, and we just go with the flow. Um as the flow comes, and we do that even more if we are if we've become really familiar and comfortable with that flow. So move your trash cans, and then monitor how often you return back to its old location. And just kind of again, let that be a reminder of the need and the necessity of change. And come back, tell us about uh, about how it has worked, or is working, or is not working for you when you do move it. So the call-in number tonight is 818-691-7406. If you have a question or a comment that you'd like to get in, please don't hesitate to do so. Um, select the number 1 if you have a comment or question, and you can also just listen at that same number, 818-691-7406. And the chat line is open as well. So for those of you who are listening uh By way, of the chat room, you can just enter your message or type your message there. We're able to see it and just give us a little time. We will eventually respond back to you. But I think we've had it closed down for a few shows past. So we do have it open tonight, um, and we'll move forward. So let me just go back. And if you are joining us, have not joined us for a while, I'm sorry, you guys, I did that by mistake. If you've not joined us for a while, we are doing the Romans, a Romans Bible study. So we've been in Romans for quite a while now. We're we are on chapter fourteen. Um we do move through those pretty slow. So it is something that you can, you know, jump in at any time. You can just kind of pick up where we are on those chapters. But we do recommend that you go back, that you go back and listen to Uh, the shows in their entirety so that um, hopefully you'll get something from it and hopefully you all have something to share from it, whether it's tonight or whether it's here on this platform or with someone else, because um, as you'll see from tonight or just from chapter 14, we're all different. We see things differently. We do things differently. We've lived differently. We've been, um, we've, we've been exposed to life differently So with that comes difference. Um, And we live in a world where we are constantly trying to put people in categories. I was looking um, at I think it was WKNO tonight, well this evening and they were talking about um, drag queens reading stories to uh, our young children. And I have nothing against whatever lifestyle someone wants to do, but what what came to mind was why do we have to define story time? Why can't it be just that person's name? If, If this is what we're going to do, why can't Miss Susie just be doing story time? But we are in a world where everybody wants to be defined according to what they want to do and who they want to be, and I get it. I get it so cool with it um but I think what what happens or what leads us astray is when we want to put that on everyone else, whether it's uh whatever it is drag queen clown, we all just want to be defined. And I truly believe when we start defining, defining allows division. And I'm going to say that again. To define opens up the door for division. And when we divide, especially people, humans, when we start to divide by this tag and that tag and this color, you know, fat, skinny, tall, short, Whatever the case may be, I think that's where trouble starts to seep in because we are so far from accepting, acknowledging and accepting who we are until we're constantly looking for something or someone or this world to define who we are. And so if we don't know, then certainly whatever the world wakes up and says that we are, or perhaps that we are not based on that standard, then again, the breakdown begins. And I think that's where a lot of people are today. So what I'd like to do is just read um, the show description. And uh, we started into 14 last week, um, 13, we talked a lot about love, and, and I do believe that that. Much of Romans is, is About love as well And it's more About before we can love We have to have That change of heart produced by the Holy Spirit And it says That it's impossible to have A right relationship with God Without that, I, that that's, You're going to hear me say that Throughout our Romans Bible study I remember the first time Reading that and was wove by woe by it, because I believe it's so true that without that change, because if we don't change have a change of heart produced by the Holy Spirit, guess who we are we're ourselves, guess who guess what we're living who we're living for, we're living for what we want, how we want it, we're living without conviction, without any restrictions, any conviction um we're not living for the kingdom, to glorify the kingdom of God in anything that we do. Um, and I just truly believe that. And I, with that change of heart, it doesn't mean that we're going to be perfect people. Certainly not. But we are less likely to be and to, to operate um, with that self-seeking, um, egotistic, narcissist um, mindset. So, Go back and, and check the other shows out if you are, you know, just joining us and have not had a chance to really be a part of the Bible study. So, this chapter 14, and I commended Rod, Rodney last week for such a wonderful um, description of, of of last week's show, and so so much so we're using the same one for this week, just making it part two. So it's dealing with opposing views slash beliefs, and it's part two for tonight. And he says, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. The book of Romans chapter 14 starts off teaching us how to deal with people who think differently than we do. The primary task of believers is to avoid standing in judgment of people who may differ from them when it comes to their level of faith as it pertains to our daily behaviors and practices. For example, verses 2 and 3 say, For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let not him which eateth, eateth not judge him that eateth. For God hath received him. And I'm, I'm, there's so much power. As I was rereading today, um, and we'll go back to this part, for God hath received him, so keep that in mind. It says the Dake Bible uh, lists 20 duties of Christians in view of non-essential principles among believers, including fellowship with each other in spite of personal differences of opinion. That's verse one. Not judging each other. Verse three through thirteen. Recognizing that each man shall give account of himself to God. Verses ten through twelve. Following the things that make follow the things that make peace and edify others instead of making a hobby of meats, drinks, Sabbaths, circumcision, law keeping, rituals, dress styles customs and outward religion, religious things that which in themselves do not destroy the work of God and concerning which all men will never agree and not condemning yourself over anything, not specifically forbidden in scripture by plain command. And that's verse 22. And if I may, I want to go back just a little bit Um Let's start recognizing that each man shall give account of himself to God, following the things that make peace and edify others instead of making a hobby of meats, drinks, Sabbaths, circumcision, law-keeping, rituals, dress styles, customs, and outward religion, religious things, which in themselves do not Destroy the work of God and concerning Which all men will never Agree and not condemning yourself Over anything Not specifically forbidden In scripture by plain command Verse 22 And he, he ends as Dying to live what's what is Holding you back from moving upward And or forward in your Spiritual and earthly lives So Let's go back to, um, and we won't, we won't, you know, go too much back into the scriptures. So we did, I believe, get through verse. Um, I think it may have been just one through three, maybe. I'm sorry, one through four. So fourteen verses one through four. I think we just finished that first uh, little section there. And so I'll go back and read that as we kind of go into um, the next, we'll probably go five through nine, hopefully. Um, Hopefully, if not, we just may get through the first few. Uh, Rodney's not on yet, so if he's not, we'll probably be a little bit less because I know he always adds a bit more as well. So let's go. I want to just read um, the first few chapters of 14. Except the, one, except the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. Verse 2, one person's faith allows them to eat anything, but another whose faith is weak eats only vegetables. Verse 3, the one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not. And the one who does not eat everything must not judge the one who does, for God has accepted them. And remember, I asked you to hold on to that for a second. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To their own master, servants stand or fall, and they will stand, for the Lord is able to make them stand. Okay, so let's go back and look at, first of all, the word contempt. Um, it says there, the one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not. Let's think about that for a minute, just using eating alone. We have people who, let's use pork because that seems to be the the biggest thing, um, one of the biggest things that, that I see in the midst of people Is you know some people don't eat pork and some people do, and some people who do not eat pork sometimes um, say some things or feel some kind of way about those who do, for whatever reason. And sometimes it's people who have who have been eaters of pork in the past. Um, And so going back to let's see. I want to go back and see what chapters. And I don't have my favorite Bible tonight, you guys. So I'm going to be a little bit all over the place. Let me go back. I want to read. Um, what? Let's see what verses were. So verses ten through twelve. Uh, I think. So let me look at look that one up. Um, just speaking about. Um, those things, that our, our religious religious things, those things that I read over, hobby of meats, drinks, Sabbaths, circumcisions, and it says these things have no, will not destroy the work of God. So think about that. The word says that these things will not destroy the work of God. Yet we find people that even in what we eat separates us. What we drink separates us. The Sabbath, whether we see the Sabbath as Saturday or Sunday, has separated people, people of God, people of faith, law-keeping, rituals, dress styles, customs. And so, again, remember the topic, dealing with opposing views and and beliefs. So think about that and then just go back um, where it says, Okay, let me go for um, so God has accepted them in verse four, who are you to judge someone else's servant? and I read over this a couple of times today because I was it, it, initially I just took servant, and I still may be off on this, but I started to look at who are you to judge someone else's servant, and then it goes on to say, to their own master. Servants stand or fall And they will stand For the Lord is able to make them stand So I started to look at the word Servant in a different way After reading it several times And and I'm still not So sure on this but I started To think about us being Servants of God And that, that, that God is Looking back and saying who are you To judge my servant Because it goes to say, and they will stand, for the Lord is able to make them stand. So what if what what if God has me standing, um, eating that pork, and and in my eating it may may glorify someone else's world. Just that thing alone may bring us maybe a connecting point for me and somebody, or for somebody and myself. So to me, it's like. Let me, let me keep reading before I say that part. Okay, so one person considers one day more sacred than another. Another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. I think there's power in that, that you have to know who you are. In God you have to know I remember as a little girl my grandmother And you guys that have listened you heard Me say this before at a very Young age I remember My grandmother saying to me If it convicts you It's wrong for you and I Was I was a little Little girl and that stuck with Me for so long um, Even to this day um, I also that makes me Think about a time where And I've also talked about this where I, and I still have this, this blouse and this blouse for, for whatever reason, one day I put it on and I felt, I felt just simply naked. And it was, it was bizarre to me because it was, it was one that I had worn many times, never felt like that before. Um, It's one that I've worn many times thereafter, but when I put it on this particular day. There was just something that was going on that I could not keep it on. I had to take it off, and it was so strange to me. However, I went to put it on. it. I didn't get rid of it. Put it on another time thereafter. I was fine. And so things like that, if it convicts you, my grandmother said, then it's wrong for you. And on that day, that shirt was conviction for me. On that day, it has never been since. I can't explain it. I, I don't know why. Um, but I, I do know that there was a feeling there that totally rejected. There was a spirit that totally rejected that shirt for that day. And so it's also about, I go back to, each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind Whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. And I want to read that one again. Whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. Whoever eats meat does so to the Lord. For they give thanks to God. And whoever abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks to God. Now, what is that saying? We give give thanks for whatever. And as I mentioned last week, even with the food, you can look at it this way. I may or someone may have grown up in in an la- area of lacking when it comes to food, meaning that um, they may not have had a lot to eat. They may have gone to bed hungry many nights or didn't have money to buy food. So this person may eat anything. They may think, I'm just blessed to be able to eat and have I'm not looking at what it is. they may say this 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 pork should not should will not be killed in vain on my plate on my time on my table on my dime where someone else may have been they've had plenty of food and they they because of that choice they still feel like there's a choice there that they can make. So we just never know where people are coming from. What they've experienced. How they've experienced it. So that that I thought was just a good way of having some having having a different eye to it. Because if someone grew up without again, they may just be like, I'm I'm thankful. I'm doing it unto the Lord. I'm giving thanks for this food because there was a time where I did not have it. So that may be a way that that they give thanks. So uh, let's see, where did I leave off? Whoever eats, let me just make sure Rodney's not on. Okay, he's not. So something must be going on. I hope he's okay because I just talked to him not long before the show. Um, Let me get back. Uh, Let's see. So we were talking about whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord, whoever eats meat does so to the Lord, for they give thanks to God, and whoever abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives for ourselves none for none of us lives for ourselves alone, and none of us dies for ourselves alone. If we live, we live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, We belong to the Lord. Get that. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this very reason, Christ died and returned to life so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. I thought that was very powerful because I see the dead and the living before um, as the same Meaning here and, and that's just my take That worked for me today as I read through it again That um, There's some that's dead right here On earth And have all the life in the world in them And there's there's some of them Living Who understands That Christ died and returned to life so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living, so some people may may be living because of that alone like the, I mean when I say living, not just alive but truly living, being thankful for each day, for each breath of life, for whatever is on their plate, some people may look at the Sabbath as every day. For their own reasons, and so when we get to, as I said earlier, when we start defining, when there has to be, um, as I as I mentioned, and, and and again, I I'll say I'm not against drag queens or whatever, but when I saw this today, and I, what I for those of you who are just tuning in, I mentioned earlier that I was looking at uh, WKNO. I guess it was they were just kind of talking about. There's this there's this new thing going around where in many 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 states they have drag queens that are reading uh stories and I mean they're really dressed up like, like drag queens and they're reading um they have story time with 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 the babies with young kids and I my problem comes in is when we when it has to be drag queens reading the stories but the drag queen has a name Why can't it just be John Doe reading story, John Doe and story time? And and I say that because when we start defining people and giving titles to people, um, then that leaves room for division. And there's so much division in this world today. Everybody wants their their def, their definition on a platform So much so until I believe That it it moves us farther away from God And it makes Me speaking my opinion It makes us self-serving Rather than God-serving Self-seeking Rather than seeking to be pleasing to God So that we can go out and do the work And not, not be um, concerned about what's in front of story time? Like, what is the word in front of story time? Do we need a word? It's kind of like I said last week, I believe it was last week, where I was kind of in this zone of of watching and looking and just kind of taking everything in, and I saw this lady in Walmart. I had a Walmart moment, and you guys know I don't like Walmart. I seriously don't, and but i was in walmart and and it was a moment i i saw this lady with um what we would call back in the day floods and i instantly just thought about how just just the the, the definition of floods how many kids were ridiculed because their pants was not long enough at that time they did not have pants that that in the world's eye was not floods because they you know you just, maybe their mom's dad could not buy it and and back in the day that's that's how it was looked upon as you you know you don't have anything you got floods and all that kids were picked on and now today we buy floods we buy regular pants and we roll them up and we make them floods but somebody Somewhere, some time ago, was ridiculed. And somebody is still probably paying the price for that. They still feel some kind of way. Somebody, somewhere. So as I went on and journeyed my way through Walmart, I was having a a crazy moment, I guess people would say. I get over, I'm passing by um, the dog section. And they had... A dog jump rope. And here I go again. I'm thinking, dog jump rope? What's a dog jump rope? Isn't a jump rope just a jump rope? And if it didn't have dog jump rope, would I, would I might buy it for just regular? Because it looks like a regular one to me. I don't know what the dog's going to do with the jump rope, but it just looks like a regular jump rope. But because it has a dog jump rope and it's in the dog section, so we're going to only buy it for our dog. And so there's so much defining, and again, it creates separation, which then allows us to be judgmental upon people. And we expect if if someone bought that same jump rope and allowed their kids to play with it, you may not know the difference if you did not see the package that it came in that has the word dog jump rope. But here God is telling us a lot of the things. that, First of all, that he has accepted them. And what does that mean? To what degree? I don't know. And I won't try to figure it out. Because I'm still trying to figure it out with me. But it does say God has accepted them. Those who eat and eat is not. He has accepted them and goes on to say, who are you? Who are we to judge someone else's servant to their own master? Servants stand or fall and they will stand for the Lord is able to make them stand. That's verse four of chapter 14. So let's go a little bit. And and I don't, I don't think I did this. I wanted to give a definition of contempt and that's coming from, um, where it was I I'll go back and say exactly where that is but contempt uh the definition of contempt is the feeling that a person or a thing is beneath consideration worthless or deserving scorn and one of the words was disrespect for contempt was disrespect now read that again the feeling that a person or a thing is beneath consideration worthless or deserving scorn And basically that means disrespecting the person. So how often do do we look at it as, do we look at how we look at people who may not eat like us, dress like us, uh, worship like us, um, all those things. Do we look at how we see that situation or that person as disrespect for them? Is it? Is it disrespectful to them? Is it disrespectful to God's word based on what we're reading tonight? So it just gives us something something to think about. Um, Let's see. If we live, we live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this very reason, Christ died and returned to life so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. Also, so that he might be the, the 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 Lord to both those who eateth and those who eateth not, those who worship the Sabbath on the Sunday and those who worship it on the sat on Saturday. Is is the the if my and again, you guys, if you have uh, anything to add to this, any input? Sometimes um, I think it's more about what. What is the gold goal here? And so, as I think about the Sabbath, because I've had so many people ask me, "What do you think about this? What do you think about this about the Sabbath? Is it a Sunday? Is it a Saturday?" And and my my reply is, God just wants you to rest. I I feel that He wants you to take some time out to rest, just as he did when he created this world and not that he had to but just have do you rest you're so worried about what day it is when is the last time you did it on the day that you think it is now that's a good question if you think it's sunday what do you do on sundays other than making it a point to to um discuss or try to defend what day it's on, do you honor it on the day that you believe it's on? And so I'll say this, when we begin to judge ourselves, and I'm going to say that, and maybe I should use a different word, but when we begin to look at ourselves, we are less likely to judge. And that means looking upon ourselves with those godly eyes, listening with those godly ears and feeling with the heart of God. With the very heart of God, we get so caught up in things that don't matter. And this word says that have that that will do nothing. That will do nothing to God's word. And what if we just considered the heart, the heart, our own heart? Because we're, we're good at saying, well, God knows my heart. But still, there are some days you may think something and say something and feel some kind of way that is equivalent equivalent to the heart of a murderer. And so be it. So... It, it all is just how we look at it it truly is so um, for those of you who are listening and I'm going to check the chat room really quick here okay so we're good there if you're listening um, and you have a question or a comment feel free to select the number one and I'll pull you in if you're out Facebook or any other social media type we are not able to see you there so if you do have questions my I better check there because I got some. My Facebook is up, and you can also submit your questions or comments there, and I will get them in just as quickly as I can. So Rodney is not on. And, again, I hope he's okay because I was expecting him and uh, just before the show started. We, we spoke, so I hope everything's okay. But just to continue on, um, let's go a little bit further and then – I'm going to just uh, kind of call it a night. We were going to do 30 minutes tonight, so let's look a little deeper here. Uh, You then, why do you judge your brother or sister, or why do you treat them with contempt? There's that word. So why do you treat them, um, or why do you disrespect them? Maybe if we put that word there, we'll look at it differently. You then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Or why do you treat them? Why do you disrespect them? For we all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written. And I think we could stop it right here. So I'm going to read that part again. You then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Or why do you treat them with contempt? Or why do you treat them Or why do you disrespect them? I said I was going to change that. For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will acknowledge God. So then each of us will will give account of ourselves to God. And we can stop it right there. As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee, that's the knee that has ate the pork, that's the knee that did not eat, that's the knee that only ate vegetables, that's the knee that fasts 40 days, that's the knee that did Sabbath on a Saturday, that's the one that doesn't it, sees it as a Sunday. Every tongue will acknowledge God. So then, each of us, will give account of ourselves to God. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. And I think that is that is important that it's it's seen as a stumbling block when we judge Especially when we are people of God, when we say that we are, and we judge people. Now, you guys, that doesn't mean that we're not supposed to have an opinion, and that we're not supposed to um, help people get back on track, just as they are for us. There's a big difference between judging and loving. And when you when you when you judge, it is 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 Disrespect When you love is totally the opposite The love that we were talking about In chapter 13 That agape love That is accepting And caring And that doesn't mean putting up with foolishness And I want to make that clear That does not mean that But it does say Therefore let us stop passing judgment On one another Instead make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of of a brother and sister because sometimes when we're judging people they don't they don't know we in most cases you'll find the people that that we judge the most don't even know it they think we're in agreement and we like and we whatever because that's just what the world has become when, when's the last time you heard of anybody disagreeing, especially people of faith and people of God, disagreeing with, with someone and, and saying, baby, come let's talk. What's going on? Is there anything I can do? Do you want me to pray for you? Or just pray without even asking. But instead, it's like I say, we will say the right thing to the wrong person. Or we will say the right thing at the wrong time to the right person so this chapter fourteen is a reflection of self truly it truly truly is truly is so we're going to stop there. I hope you guys got something out of this um, I do apologize Rodney and I'm gonna I'm, I'm a bit worried just I want to get off and check on him as well because Um, It's not like him And I haven't received a text or anything So I do want to make sure that he's okay Um, We will be back on next Tuesday And we will probably Try to finish up chapter 14 Maybe Maybe But we will start at uh, Verse 13 So we're still on chapter 14 But we'll start on verse verse 13 So if you're following us um, again, read chapter 14. Tell us what your thoughts are, even if it's uh, about any parts that we have have studied before. You know, before next Tuesday. So go back and look at it. And I do want to just once again give out a few pointers. Remember the word contempt, the feeling that a person or a thing is beneath consideration, worthless, or deserving scorn. And then you have to think about what. beneath consideration for what reason? Because he or she eats pork? Because their shorts, her shorts are a little bit shorter than you think they should be? Forgetting that maybe yours were back, you know, back in your days, but look how far you've come. So I like to think of us as um, that batter, that cake batter that we put in the oven, but we never really, we never will really get the cake here. Like, we'll smell it. Um, we'll see it rise. But it's never quite done until we hear those words. Well done, my good and faithful servant. So we, we're we all battered. We're all in that same oven. Or same heat. Maybe that's that's a better way to say it. So... Look at people a little lighter. And trust me, you guys, I know it's hard sometimes. I know. I was just telling Jimmy that I, I need more patience, and I know what that means. I know. As soon as I said it, I'm like, oh, Lord, did I ask? Did I say that? Did I ask for that? I mean, I was getting agitated cutting up, <laughs> Um. oh, what are the things, a little red um, whatever they are, I was cutting them up for a salad. And I just looked at them, and I wanted them to be done. i was sick of cutting them, and I'm like, these little bitty things are making, are getting me frustrated. That's insane. So, I mean, and that's just coming from a lack of of true sit down, um, doing nothing, restful kind of day. Because I, I didn't, it wasn't like that all the time. So, um, just just look at yourself a little bit. And let's not uh, put stumbling blocks before or obstacles, it says, in the way of our brothers and our sisters. And just remember, I'm not saying it, the word says, as surely as I live, says the Lord, as surely as I live, every knee will bow before me and every tongue will acknowledge. God. So on that note, I thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. You all have a wonderful, wonderful night and week. A happy 4th of July. Be safe in whatever you do and just come back and uh, join us again next Tuesday, same time, same place. And I send this uh, song out to my cousin diane in atlanta and all of you who have taken a love for this song i have some people say i just tuned in to hear that song at the end it is that kind of song so let it let it minister to your soul and let's be great people for the great god that we serve we love you all and have a blessed night
0: A long time coming, but I know